Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? Mm, my stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There? It's a family podcast for adults. People who know, know how to settle the score. Settle the score. I got the impression when we were at a dinner tonight. The guy, we went to a restaurant that we've only been to once before, but we were really like, it's an Italian restaurant in uh, Dallas called Roma's Italian, right? Mm-hmm. Very good. Excellent food. Way too much of it. It's way too cheap there. Like, you could easily feed five or six people for 30 bucks there, and it's good. Very tasty. But uh, somebody had broken into the restaurant and stolen their fucking TVs. Yeah, it made me sad. I got the impression that looking at the guy who's Albanian, and he reminds me of the main character from Grand Theft Auto 4. Okay. I was like, I would not have stolen that guy's fucking TVs. Well, he seems very sweet. Oh, he seems very nice now, but I have a feeling late at night, he's like, you stealing my TVs? Crush! And he yeah, steps on their heads. Fucking blood shooting out of their nose. Fucking awesome. That actually hurt my feelings when he said that. Yeah, I left him a very big tip because of it. it's, it's sad. Why? And like I said before, it's time for decent American citizens. Even non-citizens. If you're from somewhere else and you're living here and you want to stand up for fucking the right thing, stop letting people get away with shit. You know? I want I want things to be rough for people. If I see somebody stealing some shit, I think I would just walk up and kick them in the balls until they stopped. You know? I agree. I think everybody should follow my pattern. You see somebody being a douche, kick them in the balls. If they continue to be a douche, poke them in the eye. Well, you know, you don't want to get tossed in jail for stuff, but what was that video you were showing me today where <laughs> the old guy pretty much had enough? You I, could tell he, he was just at the end of his rope. He gave the guy a warning and then the smackdown commenced. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how I missed this, but apparently a couple months ago, they, they put up some videos on YouTube called Epic Beard Man. And it's an old guy. He's in his 60s. Now, and I'm not saying this guy is normal because he's not. He's not in his right mind. He's got a big, bushy Santa Claus beard. And a young thug is, is talking to this old man, and the old man gets up and walks away. And the, the thug comes up after him, and the old man says, I'm, I'm going to fucking kick your ass. And the thug takes a swing at him, right? Mm-hmm. And the old man stands up and says, now it's time to get schooled. And proceeds, it, it's like three or four real good punches. And thug boy is on the ground wondering what the fuck happened. Blood coming out his face. Mm-hmm. Coming out his face at a pretty good rate. Now, everybody's like, oh, it's so violent. It's so violent. You know what? Fuck that. You come up and start fucking with somebody, and you hit the guy, and the thug hit the guy first, hit him, hauled off and punched the guy in the chest, and the old man said, not today. Fine. That's my answer to that. Fine. More than fine. The guy's lucky that the old man decided to let it go at three punches, because it was quite clear if the old man had wanted to, he could have killed this kid. And and by kid, he's a full-grown man. But it would seem pretty obvious to me that the old man let him go out of the goodness of his heart, right? <laughs> it wasn't like the old man was, much. A, was afraid it was going to go. And then the guy sitting on the on the, on the bench going, uh, I'll fucking kill that old man. Really? <laughs> you better bring some friends. Because that old man cleaned your fucking clock, dude. <sighs> so, yeah, let's let's stop letting assholes take everything away. We can't have nothing nice because there's assholes everywhere. They want to, uh, did I tell them what episode this I was? I don't know. 568 kid stuff. 
<laughs> after that whole tirade yeah. in the graphic descriptions of violence. Good stuff. It's good stuff. I, nobody should be surprised about what they get with this show. <laughs> I, we're I almost 600 fucking episodes in, and I don't think it's gotten any worse. It's just like it was when we started. It's not just like it was. It's similar. The I'm, I'm very, just saying. I'm not exactly fucking spicing things up for you. It's, you get what you get. They want to call us. Where can they call us? They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. Uh, thank you to our sponsors, Amazon and Your Baby Can Read. Your baby really can read. It's not a joke. I'm talking babies, babies. Kids. Kids who can barely talk reading. Mm-hmm. Creepy. Cut so, it out. <laughs> the, I, I'm glad that we didn't get our, I mean, our, and I'm not glad that we didn't get it. But can you imagine if, like, I had gotten it when I was a little kid and I started reading it when I was, like, you know, eight months old? I would look like the little Ben Gesserit baby from uh, Dune. Let me read you my solemn proclamations from the book. Probably so. It would be awesome. It would be awesome. It would have been. So we sent Thing 3 on a field trip. I was very nervous about this field trip, mm-hmm. mainly because she yes. she had been building it up in her head since she was in first grade. Yes. This is the ultimate field trip for her. Her sisters mm-hmm. went and proclaimed it to be the greatest field trip ever. Mm-hmm. It's the first big all-day field trip they get to take. Yeah. And it's a long journey. I mean, they leave at 6 o'clock in the morning, they go back till 10 or 11 at night. Mm-hmm. The and whole factor was great. I, yes. I was really, really sure that um, it wasn't going to be all it was cracked up to be to be on a charter bus for eight hours. And thing, we were talking about this before, thing three has a travel radius of about 30 miles. So this was very risky. I fully expected to get a phone call saying, could you please come pick up your kid? In I know. City. I was like, really? We had to travel two hours to go get her? Suck. I really thought that's what was going to happen. But she took the trip. She sent you several text messages to let you know how she was doing. She seemed to have handled it quite fine, right? In fact, she was helping other kids who were not feeling great. She was. I was really proud of her. But, of course, you know, the night before... We had packed all of her stuff, so she had her music, she had games, book, and a couple yeah. of barf bags discreetly yeah. hidden in the bottom of her backpack. <laughs> just in case she needed to bust them out. Yeah. Here's your puke bag, kid, just in case. Just in case. More than one I had. Oh, God. <laughs> and I-, I thought that she was very thoughtful on a trip she spent a lot of time yeah helping a girl who was not feeling well keep her mind off of the not feeling well right and she honestly thoroughly enjoyed every minute of the day now she had been yes. dreading because they were going to a cave and i'm going to use the term very loosely <laughs> <Shit>. here <laughs> it's the stupid <sighs> it's not a cave it's a it's a hole that you can look into. She it's, was really thrilled because it was like 30 feet long, which was big. Fine, whatever. And I was like, okay. okay. And they got to pan for gold and they got to go to a museum. I mean, it's it's a big deal. So she went. She seemed to, like you said, she had a good time. And you sent her with $20 for souvenir money, right? Right. Which is exorbitant, by the way. I don't think so. I mean, it was her trip of a lifetime. When I got sent to summer camp. 20 bucks. And I was going to be there for two weeks. You know how much money I had? And this is the amount of money I had for food, 
souvenirs and anything else I might need for two weeks. Well, I know that was your. How, how much do you think I was I was given? Probably not. Twenty five dollars. Fifty cents to 20, buy a rabbit's foot. Twenty five dollars. Twenty five dollars. Keeping in mind, I was there for two weeks, two full weeks, and one meal was a buck and a half. Nice. Hmm. Somebody didn't do the fucking math. Math is hard. I would have needed at least fifty bucks to eat every day. Hmm. I didn't get that. I, I got to eat lunch most days. Well, most of her, I mean, she packed a lunch and the trip itself cost 40 bucks because you had to pay for the chartered mm-hmm. bus, the events of the day, you know, the ticket prices to get in, all the myriad places they went and they went to a lot. When did field trips turn into me paying for trips? Well, I think I've always had, you've always had to pay. Like, no, I was least, a kid five bucks or something oh, that was a good but they had dinner included in the cost of the trip i didn't have any problem paying 40 bucks i got to be by myself for an hour <laughs> because she wasn't home. oh my god it's so worth it <laughs> exactly so anyway of course she's texting me throughout the day and called me a couple times, which I did not answer. No, of course not. Why would you? That was mean a little bit, maybe. But <laughs> I figured if she really needed something, she would text because she was texting all day anyway. So whatever. So she finally, towards the end of the day, she calls me and I answered because it was, you know, towards the end of the day. Right. And she goes, Mom, I'm spending my money. I'm like, <laughs> okay, you don't have to tell me. If that's fine. Get what you want it's for your trip and she goes i have to pay a dollar 87 tax a dollar 87 she was flipping out on the tax she goes this is insane i'm just a kid why do i have to pay tax i was like eh, whatever kid seriously whatever it was just funny because she had planned her purchases so that she could maximize her 20 dollar right, expense but she forgot about the tax factor. Oh, no. So she just happened to have extra enough that she had three cents left. <laughs> three cents is what she ended up with. Yeah, three pennies. Yeah. So she comes home and she's got this bag with her loots. And she took about 150 pictures. And I was actually kind of impressed. I mean, there were some cheesy pictures. 150 of course we had to, pictures? Yeah, 150 pictures. Did you load them all under your computer? I didn't. Oh, my God. You're going to be doing that for 16 days. I looked days. at them on her camera. <laughs> and a lot of them were dark. You know, a couple of thumb green. shots, a couple of floor shots in the bathroom, on the bus. Um, she did not take a picture of the cafeteria like the other two things did. No bus seats? No bus seats. The back of people's heads. Window shots with the flash. So all you get is the flash, you know, because you can't see out the window did when she you're do driving. That? She did. So, okay, she's showing me, and then she starts to pull out her loots. And I'm thinking, you know, she's going to have a paperweight. Please don't pull out a spoon or a thimble. I, I expected stuffed animals and dolls. Well, maybe a stuffed animal, yeah. Um, the first thing she pulls out is a rose quartz necklace or a pendant nice, nice. for thing two thing two the crusty hippie very sweet because thing two had just happened to she was reading her yoga book and mentioned that rose quartz was like i don't know supposed to bring positive energy it balances your chakras and so thing three remembered that and she saw it and she bought it for her 
Then the other thing she bought you, like a, a tornado in a jar. Is that what it's called? A Texas yeah. tornado in a jar. Yeah. Which is basically glitter and water, and For you shake it up. Six dollars. Yeah, little cyclone thing. It's okay. I, I thought it was very sweet of her. It was nice, but I always feel bad when my kids buy stuff. Anyway, continue. Then, then she pulls out and she goes, "Mom, wait till you see what I got you." And I was like, "Oh God, she's get built this thing up in her head now. Please temper your reaction, Kim. Just love don't, it. Don't be a douche. Embrace Mom. it and love it." And she pulls out, and it was really actually pretty. She bought a, a geode, and I, it really honestly looks like they dyed the hell out of it. They put some shit on the back of it, is what they did. It was yeah. a, it's a clear crystal. I don't know. I think it kind of even seeped into the rest of the. Yeah, they may. Have. They may stuff. have. It's kind of weird, and it, I mean, it's nice. I don't want anybody to get the wrong impression, but it's one of those things where it was nice before you started putting right. pink shit all over it. You took something cool and you kind of did something funkified to it. Yeah. It's so, very appealing to a 10-year-old. Right. But it's sitting on my desk. And uh, so she got me that. And I thought it was very thoughtful. She knows I like pretty things. Right. And. You think she got it for you because it looks like a vagina? Shut up. It does. Now I'm not going to be able to think of anything else um, looking at it. When Thanks you look, a lot. When you look at it, it's pink. And, then and it goes spiky to, and snarly looking. It looks like your vagina. Uh-huh. Jeez. So she's looking in the bag, and I was like, well, did you get anything for yourself? And she was like, no, I ran out of money. I was like, oh. Yeah, see, that's what made me feel bad, because I I think it was sweet that she bought something for me, but I really wish she would have bought something for herself instead. Because she spent a third of her money on me, and it was like, I was like, oh, this is nice, but now I got to pretend to like it, and you didn't get anything. Aw. I was like, that, that was so sweet of her. It was so uncharacteristic. Yeah, I'm afraid she's plotting our death. I think this was the initial foray to throw us off our our game, and then later I'm going to get stabbed to death. She's going to let me keep my heavy rock geode on my desk so it's within easy reach, so she can bash me about the head with it. I don't think you have anything to worry about. I think I am not long for this earth. I don't know. I think um, I I was just really taken aback, and then I felt bad. Yeah, I didn't really think she had it in her. Yeah, that's true. She did. She should have bought herself some books so she could read, though. Mm-hmm. That's true. She's running low on books. I think she could uh, buy a book on caves. By caves, do you mean vaginas? Not vaginas. Okay, that's good. Caves. If you'd like your baby to be able to read books about caves or anything else, I'm not picky about what you let your kid read. Honestly, if your baby picked up a book and he was like, I really like this book, and you looked at it and you're like, oh, it's Helter Skelter, well, let the baby read it. It's good for him. You can go to our website. What's our website? Try hard. Are think. we there yet? Podcast.com. Excellent. There's a link at the top. You can click it. It'll take you to the Your Baby Can Read site. You can see some videos there of little kids reading. You can read some more testimonials about how cool it is. We, even one of our listeners have used it. They said it works great. They loved it. Uh, you can also click up for a free trial. They'll send it to you for a note for free. You can just text it out. If you like it, keep it. If not, well, it has to go back. You can't. It's not. The world's not full of free, people. Uh, but it's good stuff. Anything that helps your kid read, it's good. And you should do it. And if you don't do it, well, you're a shitty parent. You think that's fair? I think it's fair. If you don't teach your kid to read, shitty. <sighs> I am going to have to have some discussions with people, however, about my voice. And I'm going to poll some people. This is our next poll, so make a note. 
Okay. Do I sound like a girl? Do you really want to put that on a poll? Yeah, because I'm you curious. know people are going to say yes just to uh, be Okay, people will be dead. There's going to be three options. The first two will be real and the third one is I'm saying yes cuz I'm a dick. <laughs> Sorry. You I'm think a they'll dick. admit that? Oh yeah. Yeah. This just started happening. And I think that as I get older my voice is actually getting deeper, don't you think so? I, mean, I, just well, think I don't it's, know. I, I hear it all the time, so and I don't really listen. So, right. I, I don't know. I I don't think I sound like a girl. I don't think people listen to our show and go, "Wow, these two girls are talking an awful lot about fucking." And one of them must have a strap on because he's constantly talking about his dick. I don't, well, I don't think you sound like okay, a girl. Okay, fine. For the past week, I was on a conference call with people I've never talked to before at work, and somebody said, "Okay, Miss Sam," and I was like, "Who do you think you're talking to?" I'm not a girl. And keep in mind, I'm talking to the guys from India and China who all talk like this. How do I sound like a girl? Maybe you sound like a raspy smoker or something really? to them. Really? I don't know. Fine. I don't know. So Maybe first... they have some kind of weird filter on their phones. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's my sexy filter. Everybody yeah, they want everybody like to sound girl. like a girl so they can everybody sound superior. Sounds, everybody, uh-huh. sound, everybody sounds like Kathleen Turner now. They want to feel superior. Is that what it is? All the Muslims yes. are like, everybody's a girl. I'm your boss. Yes. I'm a man. I don't know, but at first I thought it was just that. Then I uh, I started calling around some local stores. I was trying to find a fucking cover for my iPad. We're talking about a case for my iPad. And two of the three stores that I called said, no, ma'am, I'm sorry, we don't. Maybe an iPad cover what? is a girly thing to buy. They just assume no man wants it. They'll just let theirs get all dinged up. It's fucking bullshit. I don't sound like a girl. I don't think they realize that you sit there with your little microfiber pad polishing your precious. I'm just saying. <laughs> don't deny. I have to clean it because I know, every but once here's in a while, the thing, it's, it's, I let you fucking touch it and you get your greasy fingers all over. Like today, today I decided I was going to take it on our barbecue adventure and test out its GPS because I haven't really taken on a long trip to test out the GPS. I let you touch it. By the time I got it back, it looked like Slimer from the Ghostbusters has been licking it. I know, but the thing is, it's got that weird coating on the front. So when you wipe it, it's kind of magical. Because, yeah. I mean, you barely have to do anything. And, and it's, it's clean. clean. Yes. I want a cooktop like that. No, you can't have one. I want my TV screen to be like that. Yeah, the oleophobic coating is fucking awesome. I I didn't really understand what its purpose was. I thought it was supposed to keep it from getting fingerprints. That's not really what it does. It makes it so the fingerprints do not stick. And I mean, they do not stick. I know. It's freaking awesome. I think they should have oven doors made out of that. Refrigerator fronts. I think they should have dishwasher fronts. I think your vagina should be made out of it. It would be nice. That would rock. It'd be nice and slick, but it wouldn't leave a greasy stain. You know what I'm saying? Stop it. How about a mirror with that coating? That would rock. People get on it. Like a sex mirror? Not a sex mirror. So oh my could, God. So you can look at stuff A happening. sex mirror all the way up on the ceiling that has to be wiped off, right? No, no the kind that you use for the lower angle Ew. shots. You know what I'm saying? Put it on the floor behind them so you can. The exploratory mirror? No. <laughs> The kind of you use when you're teaching your baby to read? Your unborn baby? No, the stupid mirror that the gynecologist hands you. Are you kidding me? Would you like to look? Are you fucking kidding? No, thanks. Wait a minute. Hold up. (laughs) It's true. When you go to the guy. Okay, just hang on. I need to. I'm slow down. I need to ask (laughs) some questions now. 
Uh-huh. When you go to the gynecologist and he's got your feet up in the stirrups or mm-hmm. she, whatever, doesn't it feel weird having another woman playing with your bits? Nobody's playing with anything. They kind of are. There's toys down there and okay, they're looking up inside. They're touching stuff. The shiver going, does this feel all right? It's like, yeah, oh, something's growing. What's this? Some discharge. What's happening? Anyway, so they give you a mirror so that you can watch what they're probing and poking? They ask you yes. Is it because... <laughs> Do they think you can't tell what they're doing? Um, I don't think it's necessarily that. I think some people are honestly curious. Okay. I'm going to ask you this. I want an honest answer. So the way I understand when you go into get your gynecological exam, I've only seen it from the pregnancy end. When you go for the pregnancy pregnancy thing, you put your feet up in the stirrups. The doctor comes Mm -hmm. in, takes what looks like a toilet brush out, crams it up your coos, whips it around, and then pulls out a bunch of bloody mess and slaps it down on a slide. That's what I've seen Mm -hmm. because the doctor was a douche. I just looked at the doctor when she did that and said, nobody asked me if I wanted to see that part. I understand that. But when you go for a regular gyno exam, you put your feet in the stirrups. I'm trying to get this in my head. Put your feet in the stirrups, Mm -hmm. right? So your legs are up there. Your vagina is totally laid out on the table. Anybody walking by can just look and see all the way up inside your throat, right? No, come on. Then they put a fucking predator claw inside a of you. Speculum. And they crank you open like the loading bay doors in Alien, right? Until everything's all exposed, right? Right? It doesn't crank you way open. It's not <laughs> like you suddenly have a cavernous opening there. The doctor has to be able to see all the way to the top, right? That's what the doctor is doing. They open you up so they can see all the way to the top, correct? From a very particular angle, okay. yes. And then they hand you a mirror and say, would you like to see your own cervix? Yeah, it's it's a lot. Like, when you first get pregnant, usually is when they do it. Because there are certain changes. You get kind of a bluish color. Ooh. The cervix has certain changes. What? Who cares? They will point that stuff out. Do you think... They will often also do the mirror thing on your very first appointment. Now, it's been a while since you, you've been to get your lady parts checked, right? Do you think now they just use the camera like they do at the dentist? No. You don't think so? No way, because the, the mirror is very low-tech, and it accomplishes pretty much the same thing. Well, I know, but dentists used you to have the... You get a bunch of them at the dollar store. Right, but dentists used to have the very low-tech mirror that they would use to show you stuff, too, and they use cameras now, so you can see inside your mouth. I bet they do. I, I bet you should find a guy know that does use one, and I you should I get a tape. I think I don't care. I don't want to see that. No. I'm just curious. If I want to see that, I'll go to 365 days of vagina.com or whatever it is. I, I'm just I'm, saying, I'm if you're that curious, curious about what it looks like, no, it's already I'm, been done. I'm curious about what yours looks like, because I felt I some stuff, care. and I'm just curious about if it looks like what I think it looks like. Oh, my God, would you just <laughs> shut up? I don't even know what we were talking about anymore. <laughs> Me either. Totally derailed. Here's the problem. You can't just start talking about vaginas in the middle of the show. It distracts me. <laughs> we were talking about you being anyway, a girl. Anyway. Maybe if oh, they yeah. had a mirror, they would know automatically that you weren't. A girl. The next person that, that mistakes for me for a girl, I'm going to send an email with my penis on it to him. I think that's fair. Speaking of which, did you see that poor guy that works in airport security? This guy works in airport security. He walks through, his, him and his friends were dicking around with the, the those high resolution scanners. I'm talking about the ones that take pictures under your clothes. Right. Okay. Uh-oh, it backfired. Because now everybody says he's got a tiny, saw his tiny, tiny penis. Aww. Right, and they mocked him, and he's suing the makers of the machine now. 
for exposing his tiny, tiny penis. See, it's all fun in games when you're looking at other people's stuff. You know what I mean? Right. Somebody exposes your tiny cock, and you're like, look, just because I look like a little mushroom, man, doesn't mean you get to make fun of me. He should have just thought, oh, you had the angle wrong, and then never get in front of it again. I just tell people that my stuff is built like the alien mouths from the alien movies. Very nice. Spring-loaded, shoots out like a <laughs> It's not attractive. Just so You seem to like it. God, you've been really dirty this episode. I don't. Yeah, terrible, terrible, terrible. The retired chairman of an energy investment banking firm told National Geographic in little noticed comments Thursday that efforts to stop the oil leak under the Gulf of Mexico could prove fruitless and then oil could gush into the ocean for years. Matthew Simmons, retired chair of the energy in- industry investment bank Simmons and Company, said that BP and the U.S. military's engineers are far more or less clueless, are more or less clueless about cutting off the flow. We don't have any idea how to stop this, Simmons said. The former banker mocked a proposal to try and plug the leak with trash, saying it was a joke. And it is a fucking joke. Everything these dumbasses come up with has been a joke. I'm going to put a cap on it. Really? You're going to put a cap on it? How did that work out? Uh Uh-oh, it didn't work because I'm an idiot. They don't know. They're just making shit up. Honest to God, if I was the United States government, I would t- tell BP, here's the deal. Every day, all the money you make every day, we get it. Until the oil stops, we get all your fucking money. All of it. You don't like it? Fine. We'll nationalize everything you have in the United States. That's not property of the United States government. How'd that work out for you? I know. Well, I think I said before, I don't think oil companies should be allowed to drill unless they already have emergency procedures in place for possible scenarios right and it's not just they shouldn't just have procedures they should have procedures and then we tested procedures correct and then however much money it would take to implement those procedures needs to be put into a bank if it needs to put into escrow where no one can touch it and if anything ever goes wrong that money gets used to fix the fucking problem Right? I agree. And if you don't have the money in escrow, you don't fucking drill. Because this is the thing that makes me mad. These companies are out there fucking pumping oil. Ah, look at me. I'm making millions and billions of dollars. Nobody can stop me. I'm fucking awesome. And when they fuck shit up, they go, sorry, people. Sorry, common citizens of the United States. Your beaches are totally fucked, and I hope you don't ever want to eat shrimp again because you're not getting any. And and then they just waltz off into the fucking sunset. Mm -hmm. It is bullshit. I just want to smack their smug little faces when they're sitting there in front of the hearings because they look like they're untouchable and like they had nothing to do with any of it. I just hate it. And I agree. I I honestly would like to see Al Franken just one day when he's questioning these fucking douchebags, get out of his chair, walk down to where the guy's sitting at the table and just give him a little backhanded bitch slap. Because that's essentially what these fucking corporations do to us every day. I'm sorry. I know I fucked up a bunch of your shit. Oh, well. Sorry, Louisiana. Our bad. Whatever. I know. We're coming up with these cockamamie ideas for cleaning the stuff up. Stuffing pantyhose with animal fur because animal fur naturally traps oil. Huh? Are you asking? Where are you possibly going to get enough of this stuff to make any difference? (laughs) All right. Are you asking third graders to come up with a solution exactly. for it? Are you going to schools and going... At this point, I'm thinking the third graders might come up with actually better ideas. Here's what I would do. Okay. I know from when the Exxon Valdez wrecked that something that soaks up oil really well are geese 
and seals. So we're going to get a bunch of geese and seals, and we're going to fly them down and dump them into the Gulf. And that should fix the problem, right? Mm-hmm. It's about the same shit. You know what I would do? A little nuclear bomb. Not a big one, a little one. I think it would work. Take a tiny nuclear bomb. And I'm talking tiny. Look at this. This big. Are you looking at me? This big. The size mm-hmm. of a Nobody Super Bowl. Can see that? The size of a Super Bowl. And use that to seal it up. I bet it would work. I don't know. I think they need to, instead of trying to put something on the outside of the thing to block it up, they need to use the natural force of the flow and drop something inside so it gets sucked out into the hole. Yeah, but yeah, I, I understand what you're up. saying. The problem is they're saying that it's at the depth that it's at, it's it's spraying out at such intense pressure that there's no way to fucking seal it up. It's just not possible. I don't know. I, I don't know either. I, I don't know either. And at this point, I'm so pissed that I don't even care. We need to be like China and take the head of whatever company this is and shoot them. Just go, I'm sorry. You've made a horrible, horrible mistake and you have to pay for it. Bang. Well, that's the thing. They won't be. They won't be. I mean, either that or it'll be some token fine that'll never get repaid. It'll be some sort of restitution, a, a deadline that will come and go. Restitution that'll never be made actions and and regulations that will never be overseen i totally agree time for change people ugh seriously shit has to change make it happen okay here's my next story parents are enrolling children as young as nine months in drug trials in exchange for hundreds of dollars what cash payments which could breach national ethical guidelines will ignite debate over how much should be paid to cover reasonable expenses of, of trial participants. An industry whistleblower alerted the Sunday Telegraph after some parents were netting $900 by enrolling three children at a time to the H1N1 flu vaccine trial. GPs are also being paid a fee, understood to be at least $200, to refer young patients to the drug testing clinics. Parents of healthy children between the ages of 6 months and 10 years are receiving $300 to test the safety and effectiveness of the new H1N1 vaccine produced by GlaxoSmithKline. Yeah, this is happening in Australia, by the way. So here's what's going on. GlaxoSmithKline goes down to Australia, talks to a bunch of doctors, which is what GPs are, right? General practitioners. Right. Mm -hmm. And says, we need some test subjects. So for every little kid that you send to us who becomes a test subject, we're going to give you $200. Now, right away, that should be against the goddamn law. I agree. <laughs> that should just be, no, you don't get to fucking do that. And anybody caught doing it should just immediately lose whatever licenses they have. That is bullshit. Okay? It is one thing if you have a patient that has some kind of disease and you think that there's a clinical trial that you could get them into that will help them. Right? Mm-hmm. That's one thing. Just turn people over because you're going to get a fucking check is bullshit. Any doctor that's willing to essentially sell out a little kid for two hundred dollars probably doesn't need to be a doctor, right? Right, and I mean, okay. and they're looking for healthy children so that you can who knows what they're actually testing on them. I mean, right? You don't know what it is now. And for any parent, and I, oh my god, I, I I find this to be really upsetting. I mean, it's really upsetting me that there's enough parents that are just hauling kids in, letting them get shot with God knows what. Yeah, we're going to see what happens. It's called the test for a reason, people. They don't know what's going to happen. They don't know. It's a test. Shit might go horribly awry. 
It's awful. But you know what? I, it kind of... I think they're actually taking advantage of the financial atmosphere right now where people are yes, struggling to put, put food on the table. And depending on how they present the testing, it could look like a viable option for the parents. I don't think I, anyone okay. would willingly, well, I, I shouldn't say really? that. Really? You don't think there's uh, people who are willing to put I their kid through hell for $300? People, I know there probably are plenty mm. of people that are, especially maybe they have foster children that they don't necessarily oh, care about. Oh, my God, don't. <laughs> Just saying. We've seen, people, I'm not saying all people with foster children no, that's treat not them what like we're crap. Saying. We're not saying that, but we've there has been shit that's happened, and it's not good. I, I don't know. Like I said. Everybody involved in this needs to, at the very least, get beaten with a cane for a while. Just use some goddamn common sense. And drug companies, stop. Stop. I understand that testing on children is hard. I totally get it. You know what? That's because they're kids, and we just assume you not kill them. Just stop. Exactly. Again, this goes back to my point. Stop being douchebag pieces of shit. Stop it. Well, now, do you think people should be compensated for drug trials i mean i definitely do around here it seems like the drug trials i mean you were even contemplating doing it for a while if you're an adult and you're willing to undergo the what you're being compensated for is your time because most of these drug trials are not go to the doctor and get a pill right they're invasive yes you you go in you stay in in a dormitory with other people who are undergoing the test, they monitor everything they eat. They monitor, well, let me put it this way. They monitor everything that goes in your body and they monitor everything that goes out. And I mean everything. You get to shit and piss in a bucket and they take it away. Right. Okay. You get poked with needles. They take blood over and over again. You, it's not very comfortable. So, yeah, I think you should get paid. And if you're an adult and this is how you want to make money, I don't have a problem with it. I really don't. Yeah, but an adult shouldn't be making that decision for a child. Correct. Correct. It's not. It's not right. It's just not. And for $300, you know what I'm saying? Could you imagine you take your kid in, they get the H1N1 vaccine, get swine flu, and die? And you got 300 bucks. Is it worth it? It's 300 bucks. It's maybe one car payment. It's, it's groceries for two weeks. I, I understand things are hard. It's your kid's life. That's true. This next story? Oh, slow down, Hot Rod. I just stop whoring your kids. That's what I'm telling you. Stop right, whoring your well, kids. I guess that, okay, it just flows right into this next story, it doesn't really it? Does. This, oh. I'm oh. not linking to this video, by the way. Okay, I was just going to ask you. I'm that. not linking to it. You can find it yourselves. I'm not linking to it because it's fucking disgusting. Decked out in red midriff bearing tops and hot pants. Dancers at a recent competition earned whoops and praises for their skilled moves and obvious talent. But what was an exhilarating performance has turned into an internet firestorm. The dancers gyrating on a Los Angeles stage to Beyonce's All the Single Ladies were as young as eight. The girls' parents defended their daughter's performance at the World of Dance, billed as the largest U.S. urban dance competition, saying their daughter's moves and outfits were appropriate for competition. This is taken completely out of context, Corey Miller, father of one of the girls, told Good Morning America today. The girls weren't meant to be viewed by millions of people. Now, to, huh? be, to be fair, to be fair, this was meant to be a competition where the kids come, they compete, and that's it. Whoever is there that day gets to see it. It's not televised. It's not being recorded. It should be shown on the internet. 
fine, I understand that. You're, you're telling me it's taken out of context. Here's what's not taken out of content context, okay? Your eight-year-old wearing a little hoochie outfit is shaking her vajayjay at the crowd. Yeah. That, that's not out of context. In context or out, it was inappropriate dance moves. I don't right. care if it's a dance competition. I completely understand that there's competition. In my house, when my little girl would occasionally start busting out her MTV dance moves, I would say, that's not appropriate. Don't do it again. Right. Right? And there are plenty of dance moves the choreographer could have used that were age appropriate that would have gone with the song just as well. And I really think it could have been hilarious, right? Little kids dance to the Beyonce song could be very funny. Instead, they made all the little girls look like Beyonce's backup dancers, which are a little slutty. Right? Yeah. If you're 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, you're looking a little slutty. Okay, fine. It's a phase. Everybody, every girl, I think, goes through a late teens, early 20s phase where it's like, I'll be a little whore. Fine. Whatever. Uh, you're eight year old. Ugh. I don't know. I mean, I saw parts of the video, and of course, they played over and over and over again on the news, which I find <laughs> hilarious. I'm like, yeah. look at this is really inappropriate. <laughs> that's, I'm going to show it a thousand times. Right. That's why I'm not linking to it, because to me, it's just rude. And, and it was rude for the news to go. Can you believe this? Look at these little girls shaking their asses on the TV. All right. That's enough. You're being silly now. Well, I mean, here's a gauge. Thing two. Thing three. I mean, think three, not far from these girls' ages. <laughs> and She's 10. Well-known for her penchant to want to be an exotic right. dancer. <laughs> she saw it and immediately said it was disgusting. So, if my 10-year-old leopard-wearing, uh, go-go boot-wearing, hip-gyrating daughter <laughs> says that it's inappropriate, it's inappropriate. <laughs> Judged by your peers, this is not cool. Now, what I thought was funny, too, is the parents were like, you're taking it out of context. Everybody was dancing like this. Then maybe the competition's not nice. Right. <laughs> Just because everybody's doing it doesn't right. make it right. Exactly. Doesn't make it acceptable. Everybody was having their kids fight each other in the pit. What's the problem? Okay, you can't. And I just, I, I understand that people want to get their kids to get into dance. They want them to get into all these, these things they want them to do. That's fine. I really don't have a problem with it. But you need to be aware of what it is that your kid's actually going to be doing. If I went to this and saw my kid dancing like that, I would have said, well, we're not going here anymore. Or if my kid came I home from know. dance class one day and said, mom, look what I learned today. They call this the booty shake. All right. No. <laughs> mom, they call this one the humpty hump. No. <laughs> you don't need to learn how to do the thing where you fucking swing your legs out and start jacking your pelvis around. No. Exactly. Okay. Thing one took dance lessons when she was five, <laughs> which is not much different than this. And when she did her little dance, it was a little a dance about a teddy bear. <laughs> they had little ballerina slippers on, and they wore nightgowns that came all the way to the floor, and they had shorts on underneath them. Right. That's all I'm saying. There used to be a time when you you did not in any way sexualize little kids. You didn't. In any way, did you? You just didn't. And now people are like, yeah, whatever. It's okay. It's not. It's not okay. Because while I understand that to you, this is no big deal. And nobody in the audience was, you know, probably sitting out there jerking their meat to these little kids. It's on the YouTubes now. And now somebody is. Some disgusting exactly. creepo. Anytime is that, that there's a public 
performance or whatever. It wasn't meant for millions of people. What about the hundred people that were there that saw it? It wasn't really meant for them to see it either. Exactly. Exactly. So I don't know. I don't know. Ugh. People are ridiculous. Well, and like I said, I understand the parents' plight because they're now in the middle of a what the fuck because of a mistake. That, admittedly, it's a mistake. Okay, I'm not letting the parents off the hook, but I also don't think the parents were trying to be up to no good. You know what I'm saying? Well, I don't either, but I think it may have also been one of those things where the parents. This was the first time they were seeing it. No, I think I don't think so. I think this is one of those things parents have seen this shit before because th- this was a big deal. Well, maybe so. Well, well there are plenty of people that don't go to competitions until the. So they're really doing well. Well, that's true. That's true. Speaking of doing well, or in this case, I, I'm just going to, I need a couple minutes to rant. Can I have a couple minutes? This is show too long already. We're at 40 minutes. Right, okay, just, minutes. just two minutes. Let me, let me just tell you this. If you, if you're one of the creators or one of the writers or an actor or an extra or a grip or somebody who lives on Hawaii that had anything to do with the movie Lost, fuck you. Fuck you. This TV, we... They essentially revealed that the secret of the island is the briefcase from Pulp Fiction. It's a magical glowing fucking light for no goddamn reason. I got three hours of fucking loss left, and it's they just the writers basically said, you know what? Eh, we're not going to tell you anything. Fuck off. Fuck you. If I was a writer who'd worked on the show, I would kill myself. I'm not saying you should, but it, me personally, if I had written this and I got to this point and I said, I don't really have an answer. So ma- magical golden light that emanates out of a hole, and then you can only find it if you're one of the special people. Oh, by the way, the whole thing is about two people who just came to live on the island of crazy mom. Fuck you. The worst. The worst. I knew I should have quit watching the show after the first fucking season. J.J. Abrams will never get another penny out of me. No, J.J. Abrams. A second. No, no more J.J. Abrams movies. No fucking special J.J. Abrams comic books. Nothing. If the word, if the name J.J. Abrams is associated with anything ever again, I will not have anything to do with it. You know, he's just going to start writing under a pseudonym. He's a douche. Saying. Honestly, studios, before you hire J.J. Abrams, you need to see beginning, middle, and end of anything he's involved in. Because the motherfucker barely has a beginning. He sure as fuck doesn't have a middle. And there's no goddamn way he has an end. And two seasons into it, he'll go, I don't have an end. Good day. I'm out. <laughs> he's it's a dick. True. He's a dick. I hate Lost. I'm, I'm tempted. I'm tempted to not even watch the end of it. I know you're just going to get mad. Mad-er. He's a dick. I could have written a better episode than this. I could have written a better episode. None of it made any fucking sense. None of I it made any sense. I said it smacked of, like, it's, it felt like a Twilight Zone episode. It, yeah, it was the same stupid shit. And I also liked how they made the main, the mom character. Mm-hmm. When people are asking her questions about why the island is the way that it is. She, she looks at the camera. So that you understand that she's talking to you, the viewer, and goes, uh, if I answer any of your questions, you're just going to ask more. So I'm not going to. Yeah, nice. It was the writers th- raising both middle fingers and going, we don't know, and neither do you. So here's the only way that this is going to be in any way satisfying. 
The character of Kate dies in a horrible fiery crash of some kind, and it lasts for 35 minutes of her rolling down a hill on fire. That's it. That's the only way it gets good. All right, I'm done. Okay. I hope you feel cleansed now. I don't. I don't. I should be able to charge him my hourly rate for every hour of Lost I've watched. That's true. That'd be a hefty bill. <laughs> All right, you got anything else over there? No. God, that was nerd rage. I feel terrible now. It was a little bit. It's okay. You guys, worst show ever. I feel like Sheldon. I've been betrayed. All right, if they want to call us, where can they call us? They can call our Google line at 269. Would you like... What the fuck is going on over there? <laughs> I was watching the numbers flashing by across the bottom. And you're, you're <laughs> hypnotized. <laughs> Kim was hypnotized. What's happening? I don't... What is... Huh? Try again. 214-267-9899. I love you. Weirdo. Email. rwtyshow at gmail.com. It's a good thing you have a magic vagina. I guess so. Don't forget you can leave us a review on iTunes, uh, juicesofblueberry.com, voteversuspodcastalia.com. Check out our sponsors, Amazon, and uh, Your Baby Can Read. It's important. I know you don't think it is, but it is. Also, if you're currently subscribed through iTunes, I'm going to give you a warning. Uh, In the near future, there's going to be a new feed on iTunes. I will have all the details on the website, but it's going to happen because I am totally and completely over the people who are providing the feed right now. They can suck my cock until pus comes okay, out of it. Okay, quit. And they gag on it. Enough. Okay. I'd say choke on my sperms, but I don't have any more. Oh, my God. Kim made me cut that piece out of my Shut body. up. I'm practically crippled now. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it already. I like when you, I like when you give me dramatic woodchuck. <laughs> That's exa- if you guys can see the video... Kim looks exactly like dramatic woodchuck. She's sitting there and all of a sudden she spins around. What? <laughs> Her eyes are all bugging out. And trust me, when Kim's eyes bug out, she's for real. <laughs> all right, Kim. <laughs> We're not there yet. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing Two. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing 3, signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet. Vote for us at podcastalley.com. 